Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted to welcome a well-known and accomplished storyteller from Zurich, Switzerland, Mr. Jyoti Guptara. Jyoti, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Ashutosh. Thank you. Jyoti is a story strategist, and we learn more about what he does. So Jyoti, before we talk about anything else, tell me about your journey and what got you interested in writing and storytelling? You know, I was born in the UK to an English mother, but my father's Indian and uh, we traveled a bit. Um, so I always loved this idea of journeying. Mm -hmm. um, and I saw stories as a type of bridge that helped people and cultures to connect. They help people to connect with their past, mm. with their future. They help people to build things together. So I was really excited about stories, mm. but I only realized their true power later on in life. Mm. So um, I have a twin brother and the two of us wrote three fantasy novels together as mm. teenagers. Okay. We loved reading about adventures and we thought that real life was quite boring. Mm. Um, and then after having published a few books and, and many articles and essays, I started to be asked to do copywriting for companies and mm -hmm. to give talks for organizations. And that's where it really all started coming together. Mm. Um, even the book readings that we would do helped me to understand how truly interdisciplinary stories were. Because right. I realized that when you have an audience of teenagers, they may not like to read these days, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. teachers were amazed when I could tell the story behind the books. Mm -hmm. And I had... 12-year-olds buying our entire fantasy trilogy of 2,000 pages mm. who had never read a book in their lives before. Nice. So that yeah. really opened my eyes to the power of stories to sell mm. an idea as mm. well as a product. Incredible, incredible. And Jyoti, what is the essence of storytelling in a corporate setting? And how do corporate and other stories differ? Hmm. I think that's a, an important distinction to make, Ashutosh, because these days people are talking a lot about stories and storytelling, which is why I titled my book Business Storytelling from Hype mm -hmm. to Hack. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of hype around stories because yeah. we understand how powerful they are and how much we need them. Um, but unfortunately, a lot of the time it's remained hype and mm. I want to help people to hack the art, mm. which leads me to answer your question, what is the difference between stories that we might tell each other over dinner and in a business context. And I would say that you really need to know the goal of your story mm -hmm. in business. You don't tell stories just to entertain people, though that can be part uh, mm -hmm. of it if you have a meeting and you want to make people feel good. If you want to connect with somebody and make them understand and like you at the same time, mm -hmm. then of course, by all means, the story can be entertaining, but that's not the primary goal. Mm. So I actually help my clients to classify their stories according to the business objective for telling it. Mm. And that really helps to clarify things. So um, in short, the essence of corporate storytelling, I would say, is, is helping people to receive, believe, and mm. remember your message. Fabulous. Great response. And, you know, you, you're so right you, when you said that everyone seems to now suddenly have... Uh, recognized or understood the importance of storytelling, based on all your work that you do with corporates and managers, what are some common mistakes executives make in corporate storytelling? 
Well, I would say that the very first mistake is by not actually doing corporate mm. storytelling. Mm. Um, or, which is sort of similar, it, mm. it's a it's a, a cop-out. A lot of the time I've experienced that I was brought on board for, let's say, a change program, mm. and I was part of a particular team within the organization, but it was not... Um, of course, there was buy-in. You had sponsors for the program, mm. but the story was not aligned. So often I would ask them questions and then they would have to say, oh, we don't know. We're going to mm. have to discuss this with someone else. Mm. But the mistake people make then in business is often by going to an agency. So what people do is they outsource their message. Uh, and this is a big no-go. So what I always say is that you can't outsource your message mm -hmm. or it's not yours right you have to own the message you mm. have to um uh, embody the message or the story mm -hmm. uh, and that's the only way it's going to be authentic mm. um, but never mind authentic let, usable right because an agency doesn't know the the, the inside workings of your company mm. they don't know the people who are actually going to have to try and use this story so right. i would say that, that was two mistakes right not doing um, storytelling, um, second, um, uh, outsourcing uh, the message. Mm. And the problem with these two mistakes is that it creates what I call a narrative void, mm. which means that your company uh, or, or your department is susceptible mm -hmm. to alternative explanations or mm. stories. Mm. So um, th this could lead to damage, let's say um, a brand. Um, uh, you could call it a kind of risk to mm -hmm. your brand or to your organization. Well um, but it's not necessarily just from the outside. It's even on the inside because it can lead to a lot of confusion mm -hmm. and people coming up with their own explanation for what needs to be done or why we're doing it, which may not be aligned with management's mm -hmm. objective. Well said. And uh, Jodi, how does storytelling contribute to building a company's culture and its values? Stories, I would say, are the essence of, of culture, whether that's mm. a, a nation's or a people group's culture or mm. within an organization. So if you want to change a culture, the best way to do that is by changing the stories mm. that are told. And there are all sorts of stories that people share around the water cooler. Uh, for example, what does it take to get fired <laughs> in this company or, or to get promoted? You know, mm. what sort of behaviors are rewarded or punished? Mm. Um, and, and so it really cuts to the heart of, of performance. Mm -hmm. um, as they say, strategy is the explicit guide to behavior and culture is the implicit guide. Well, mm. the fabulous thing about stories is that they model behavior. So if you want to see more of a particular type of behavior, you mm -hmm. should tell stories that model the kind of behavior you want to see. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, stories are still underestimated in everyday business mm -hmm. and by top leaders when they really have the power to, to create a dream culture. Um, mm -hmm. So um, the, the subtitle of my book is mm -hmm. Unlock the Software of the Mind. Fantastic. And the way the way I see it is stories organize the brain. They're literally how we think and how we process what we've experienced. Mm -hmm. uh, even when we dream, we think in, in terms of story. Um, well, if stories are an organizational tool for the brain, mm -hmm. surely we should be using them to organize our businesses too. Mm -hmm. Well said. Let me talk now a little bit about strategy also and storytelling. 
how can storytelling be effectively integrated into a business strategy? The number one mistake when it comes to integrating uh, storytelling into mm. a strategy is by leaving it too late in mm -hmm. the process. Right. People tend to think about uh, strategy development as quite separate and unrelated mm. from strategy communication, mm. but the two are inextricably linked. Mm. We have, um, especially in Silicon Valley, people uh, like Ben Horowitz who have recognized the importance of strategy and story. Mm. In fact, he says that if the company doesn't have a story, it doesn't have a strategy. Mm -hmm. So most organizations, in my experience, separate this, this development uh, of the strategy from its communication, uh, or, or to put it differently, they don't have a strategy to communicate their strategy. Mm. Mm. If you look at, at Hollywood, right, um, we can certainly learn a thing or two about storytelling from Hollywood, mm. and they typically spend about $100 million producing a movie mm -hmm. and another $100 million marketing that movie. Mm. Um, and yet in business, we, we seem to have this notion that there's going to be a trickle down effect um, and it's enough to have the C-suite uh, aligned. Um, but, but you and I know this doesn't actually happen. Um, and there are a lot of studies. Mm. Um, there's a, a famous one by MIT uh, researchers um, where the um, executive was absolutely sure mm. uh, that everyone was aligned um, and, and I mentioned this one because it's something that I can cite and I can't mm. necessarily talk about um, these sorts of things in my own uh, work. But uh, then she actually saw the results and was shocked because people couldn't name, you know, uh, even one or two of the five mm. apparent priorities. Um, so there are many ways we can do this. Mm -hmm. For example, I've been recently working on strategy enabler um, gamification. Mm -hmm. So we, we've gamified uh, and visualized the strategy so that people uh, get a better handle on it and, and have hopefully even some fun. Mm. Um, and it's a conversation starter. Mm. So it helps people to really integrate the, the approach um, in their daily business. Mm. Well said. My next question is, how does storytelling aid in implementation of complex corporate strategies? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, strategies need to be implemented and, and that necessitates making them actionable. Mm -hmm. And um, making something actionable isn't as easy as it sounds. Right. Because we might think, um, well, I, I'll just tell them what to do, mm -hmm. right? Um, but often we tell people in business in very abstract language, right? Mm -hmm. Using jargon and, and there's nothing wrong with jargon. It does have its place. But if we want something to be memorable, if we want people to relate to it as human mm. beings, mm. then we probably shouldn't be using jargon when it comes to our most important message, like right. strategy. Right. So the number one thing is you have to make it concrete. Mm -hmm. It has to be actionable as in, can I picture doing this? Mm. Um, and this uh, has to do with what we just said earlier about how stories can model desired behavior. Now that's challenging enough, but can you put these individual stories about mm. the kind of changes you want to see in the context of, a, of an overarching narrative, mm. um, a, a big picture story, a, a narrative that makes sense to people, um, uh, that they, they can understand, mm. but also embrace. And if you can do that, then you dramatically increase your chances of, mm. of actually uh, having people implement the strategy. Mm, wonderful. And Jyoti, what would you say are some of the key elements 
of a powerful corporate story? This depends on the goal of the corporate story or mm. what I call a story type. And various types of stories have their own particular structure mm -hmm. and things that you have to pay attention to. But of course, there are commonalities. So mm. one of the things all stories have in common is, is there should be a change, for example. Mm -hmm. And we've all been bored by somebody who's droned on and on about something and we can't quite tell why are they telling the story mm -hmm. and uh, uh, when is uh, when when are they going to come to the point, right? So helping, uh, knowing the objective mm -hmm. for any particular story that we want to tell in business helps us to clarify what we put in and what we leave out mm -hmm. in terms of, of, of uh, the content. So a powerful corporate story or, or powerful corporate storytelling necessitates going from these individual stories to an overarching narrative again. Mm. Um, and the reason for this is because that helps us to spot stories we want to tell mm. and it helps us to tell them. Mm. Uh, obviously, we don't want to alienate the people that we want to ally. Mm. So we need to be aware that storytelling is never about me, the storyteller. It's always about the audience. Mm. And if we bear in mind that a story should be in service of the people who are hearing the story, mm. that helps to avoid a lot of problems. Mm. Well said. You know, when I was preparing to chat with you, I came across this interesting term, which is story DNA. And, uh, you know, I was, my, my interest was, 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 you know, I got, I got very interested in wanting to find out from you that what is the concept of story DNA and how is it relevant, relevant for business growth? Mm -hmm. oh, that's a great question. I like, I love this term too, Ashutosh, and I actually talk about organizational DNA mm -hmm. and that stories are, are what write or replicate this DNA. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like uh, you have a scientific background yourself as well. So you understand this process and because of COVID and, and vaccines and so on, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of discussion about mm -hmm. RNA, messenger RNA yeah. as well. So I would say that stories like the messenger RNA that copy paste across the organization, mm. inside and outside of the organization, who we are, what we're all about, mm. what we do and why we do it. And that's really organizational DNA. And this mm. is often lost. You see this in large organizations. Mm. Uh, you see this um, in scale-ups, for example. Uh, I've worked a lot with, with startups as well. And often mm. you'll have a small team, highly focused, highly united, and then they have to hire all these new people mm. and the onboarding is rushed because, you know, they're building this very quickly growing company. Mm. So there's actually a real danger of scaling too quickly. Mm. But the thing that can prevent um, premature or too fast scaling can mm. make it sustainable mm. is actually by having your story DNA clear. Right. And this involves having it set down in writing, but being able to explain it to people because mm. a culture really lives from the oral storytelling. Mm. Thank you. And what would you say is the relationship between storytelling and brand identity? When it comes to brand identity, then storytelling is the means of mm. branding. Now, your brand has hard elements such as the logo, uh, corporate identity, but there are also soft elements to branding, which mm. tend to be neglected. And that's where the storytelling comes in. Now, obviously, there's something like brand voice, mm -hmm. which um, will affect how you tell your stories and which stories you tell um, and the tone. 
Um, and a lot of organizations, they struggle with presenting a different face to the world than what is perceived about the brand on the inside. Mm. So I would say that storytelling is the number one way mm -hmm. of aligning the brand identity and the brand perception mm. so that they align. Mm. And See, continuing with branding, what in your view is the role of storytelling? in leadership development and personal branding within a corporate environment? Well, when organizations do storytelling right, they mm. don't just present their identity to the world, they shape their identity from the inside. Right. So, of course, leaders are the carriers of culture. They need to behave a certain way, uh, model behavior through their actions as well as their words mm. so they have to uh, tell stories but they also have to do things which are story worthy mm. that other people in the organization are going to tell uh, stories about mm. the right kind of story mm. um so if you look at something like executive education then storytelling is a wonderful tool to upskill the workforce with because you can do multiple things at once Mm. You can train what Forbes calls the number one business skill, mm. but you can also um, deal with topics that need to be talked about. And we all know that organizations struggle to keep everybody up to date with what they want them to know. Mm -hmm. So again, here, by doing um, some kind of leadership development program, um, you can do two things at once. Mm. Uh, but what I often encounter, whether it's in business schools or at organizations, is that Someone like me is brought in for a half day training or a few sessions, um, but we really need to prioritize making storytelling part of the culture mm. uh, because it's, it's something that we uh, really can benefit from day in and day out. Mm. Fascinating. My next question is that, you know, with the onset uh, or onslaught of technology uh, in every organization, every part of life, what is the impact of storytelling in business when it comes to digital platforms? Well, people probably will start thinking about social media mm. if you talk about digital platforms. Um, uh, and uh, using technology is, is an absolute must mm. for organizational Absolutely. storytelling mm. because it's the only way you'll be able to scale your stories inside and outside the organization. Mm. Um, but what I often see, again, when it comes to uh, something like social media storytelling um, or, you know, these internal platforms that organizations have mm. is that they're not aligned with, with the big stories. Mm. Um, and, and sometimes there's no damage in that. Um, but often you, you lose a lot of firepower um, by, by not having your story strategy mm. in place. Um, now, the beauty of storytelling is that uh, we can use technology to tell the story. Mm -hmm. But it's actually going to help us to connect at that human level. Mm. And um, the beauty of organizational storytelling is that it can connect or, or even reconnect mm. groups of people. So um, I was just doing a, a workshop with um, a, a group of people, uh, what mm. I call a story sprint, which is we have multiple people coming together to mm. remember. Um, and that always leads to a lot more uh, stories that we surface mm. um, because one of the great problems when it comes to business storytelling is finding stories which are relevant which are impactful mm. and knowing how to tell them in a succinct manner mm. and so i find the most you know 
hands down the best way to surface these kinds of stories mm. is by running what I call story sprints, mm. where you bring together a group of people. Mm -hmm. Now I'm saying this, Ashutosh, despite your question about technology, because when people or organizations think of their mm. social media storytelling, mm. they neglect to, to build from the inside out. Mm. Now, if you conduct something like a story sprint, you'll surface a whole lot of stories which are wonderful to tell in mm. your social media, but mm. are equally valid and important to tell within the organization to help you build the culture that you want and to implement your strategy and things like that. Wonderful. Thank you. So I have time for two more questions for you. My next question is, what future trends, in your view, will shape storytelling in the corporate world? I think the number one trend is we're going to see um, a, a, a rise in the awareness of the importance of storytelling. Mm -hmm. And that may sound like a high bar because everyone's already talking about storytelling. Mm -hmm. Harvard Business Review just had a, a front page piece on storytelling. But I think we'll transition from storytelling as a um, presentation tool mm. or a social media um, you know, buzz to really understanding how storytelling shapes organizational DNA. And that's mm. why the first trend I would mention is we're going to see the emergence of narrative intelligence, which is mm -hmm. going to be taken uh, more seriously. But you know, I've taught at a lot of business schools, but typically I, I just have a half day. Um, and, and we're going to see storytelling become a core part of the curriculum when it comes to applying stories to the various parts of a business. Mm -hmm. Second trend, which has to do with things like AI, is we're going to see a, a rise in the importance of authenticity mm -hmm. because you're going to be able to fake a lot of things with yeah. technology. Mm -hmm. And so the human element of face-to-face -face interaction that you mm -hmm. can't fake is going to become more important. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing this already at schools because I sometimes also work with departments of education and that sort of thing. Uh, and people are very worried about this. So first trend, narrative intelligence. Second trend, uh, the authenticity. Um, uh, and that brings me to the third trend, which I want to mention, which is a convergence in the behavioral sciences. Mm. Things like consumer psychology and gamification mm. and storytelling. Mm. Um, it's going to affect education. It's, it's going to affect healthcare, but mm. it's also going to affect the way we work together. Um, you know, a friend of mine has this technology and you can get immediate feedback mm -hmm. on an experience. Right. So earlier you had anecdotal evidence or mm -hmm. you felt that maybe a talk went better because you got more applause. Mm -hmm. But now we can actually measure. I can get a CEO to give a talk and 20 people will wear smartwatches and their biofeedback will actually say what was happening in their brains and bodies mm -hmm. when they were listening to the CEO's talk mm -hmm. um, and where they were falling asleep. And then we can have the CEO present a storified version of his or her speech, and you'll see the difference immediately. Incredible, incredible. Jyoti, and my last question to you, and this is for the many people who will listen and view our conversation. Based on your understanding of storytelling and uh, the importance uh, storytelling now has in the corporate world, what would you say are three lessons you would want a lot of our young viewers and listeners who may be starting off on the corporate world uh, to keep at the back of, my, of their mind when it comes to storytelling and branding and personal branding. 
you know, storytelling is such a, a vast field. There's so much to learn, yeah. which is, of course, why I wrote a very short and subject introduction to the discipline. Mm. Um, and I would say in terms of three, um, the, the three M's of motivation, mm-hmm. mindset and methods. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of motivation, I would encourage our listeners that storytelling is the quickest, cheapest mm. and deepest way to more influence. Mm. It's a leader's communications hack. Mm. Um, or a, a future leader's communications hack that will get mm. you noticed. So first of all, in terms of your motivation, don't think of storytelling as a distraction or as one more tool that you have to learn. Mm. You can really integrate it into your daily business mm. and your daily life. Mm. Um, and that brings us to the mindset um, because storytelling will save you countless hours. Mm. It'll save your organization thousands of hours. Um, but as promising as any new tool is, You and I know it's not going to happen. It's not going to be implemented unless we're Mm. intentional about Mm. that, which brings us to the methods. Um, Now, there are many in my book, but just to leave everyone with one thing you can do uh, in terms of integrating your storytelling discipline and really Mm. make it a habit Mm. in business and life is next time somebody asks you Mm. one of these typical questions, you know, how are you or, or what do you do? Um, instead of giving your typical response, try and answer with a story, mm. a fresh story, because that will give a more interesting answer to people mm. and you'll get immediate results that will impact your career or your life because you'll mm. have more interesting conversations. But also it will help you to practice the everyday art of storytelling so that you can also use your number one leadership tool in high stakes situations. Amazing. On that note, Jyoti, thank you for your wonderful lessons, motivation, mindset, and methods for storytelling. Thank you for talking to me about the trends uh, that you are seeing also. Thank you for speaking to me about so many different aspects of storytelling, strategy, and branding. Thank you again for speaking to me and good luck. Thank you so much for the wonderful questions and conversation, Ashutosh. All the best. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for The Brand Called You.